But uh, let's go on to our next uh, movie. Now, we all know about rom-coms. They were prevalent in the early early 2000s. She felt like late every 90s. Yeah, yeah. Like that, felt like we got one every month. But yeah, we did. They, they were good though. So most they, of them. They, they said we're gonna shake it up. So I, I can live like, without she's all that. So so, I like so, that one. so what is so what they say is we're gonna shake it up a little bit. Well, you know what? Well, we inclusive. So let's give so let's give the world its first gay rom-com. And I was like, cool, that sounds interesting. Well, the world just the world said fuck that because when I looked at the box when I looked at the box office and box office mojo, this didn't do well. 22 $22 million dollar budget, four billion dollars at the box office. I'm like, well, damn. But hey, maybe the box office doesn't reflect how the movie is. Do did I like it? Did I think it was another rom com that I can go without? Well, let's we will talk about that after we watch this. Trailer for Bros. Hey guys, it's Bobby Lieber coming to you from the future home of the LGBTQ Plus Museum. Everyone is really excited and totally getting along. This happens to be Bisexual Awareness Week and no one has acknowledged it. Lesbian History Month was in March. Nobody said a goddamn thing. Of course, lesbians get a month and we get a week. So what's happening? Didn't you guys have an announcement? This is a little unexpected, but we are in a thruple situation. Yeah. You're in a thruple? Let me tell you what's progressive now. Being alone. I love my life. I love my freedom. I love my independence. That's kind of sad. That I don't want to be in a thruple. I don't even want to be in a couple. Bobby, I had sex with that 65-year-old. Jesus, he's ripped. I know. It's like they injected steroids into Dumbledore. Oh my God, that's Aaron. He's very hot. Gay guys are so stupid. I know. But we've been smart enough to brand ourselves as being smart. It's our little secret. You met a guy? I don't think I'm his type. He's like gay Tom Brady. What are you into? One of these ripped idiots with no opinions? No, I like someone who's physically very frail and won't stop talking. And I bet he's as intimidated by you as you well, are by him. That's all we're going to show. Now... I'm we we're gonna try to keep the spoiler free because Lori and Adam did not see this. Look, man, you gotta learn how to do this. Okay. <laughs> so uh Lori and Adam have not seen this. So we're going to uh, Movie all. oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, sorry. Now the story of this is uh we have our main character. I think I want to say his name is Bobby. Bobby, yeah, I, I want to say yeah, Bobby, no. Yeah, Bobby played by Billy Eichner, and he is a podcaster who who is very uptight and <laughs> uh, very uptight, and he's not really with the whole relationship thing. But he meets good old sexy Aaron, played by Luke Luke McFarland, and we just go and throughout this movie they're trying to figure each other out and figure out if this can really work. And if it doesn't really work, you have to watch the movie. But how I, my initial thoughts this movie, I'm not really a rom-com person. I really try to stay away from them. But, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, me this, neither. This shit right here, 
this was extremely fun. <laughs> like, I call like I normally don't laugh out loud in movies, but this shit had me laughing out loud. And for one, I'm just glad that you know that these directors they they can poke fun at their own community because I'm gonna tell you straight up, Billy, he is he is that gay man that is he is gay and he's proud and he wants to let you know he will not shut up about it. even gay people like man can can you just calm down just a bit like <laughs> like like he is like he is that type of gay person and that shit was that shit is funny because the movie is the movie is self-aware because just like in every subsection of each culture that they, they you have that you have that guy you have that guy and billy is that guy like even his friends like man billy just chill man were his friends like that or was just the other person i didn't hear anyone else tell him no 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 you can tell even his group even his group got tired of his shit after a while in in the movie he he has this like he's part of um oh and the main thing about about this movie is he is he is part of the LGBT. He's part of this committee that's trying to get this LGBTQ plus museum up and running. And the yeah, main stuff, museum, yeah. And it's in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. The main plot point is that they want to say Abe Lincoln was gay. He there are letters saying that this man is gay. So Abe Lincoln was the first gay president. And that that alone, that shit is hilarious. But yeah, even his group was like. God damn, man! Can you just comment, tone it down just a bit? There are a lot of funny parts in this movie, especially with bit like, especially um, uh, with Bobby Billy Eigner. He is one of the, he, he is hilarious in in this role. Like it's it just so many people in this movie. Even um, even Aaron played by Luke McFarland, their chemistry is really good. Now I'm gonna say this, uh. If you, if like, if, if you know, if you're not comfortable with seeing like gay sex on the screen, I suggest you not watch this movie because boy, it was a lot more gay sex than I thought it was going to be in this movie. I'm talking about it was great. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they didn't really just show, show, you know. No, they, no, look, they ain't so Hey, because that would have got an NC 17. But hey, it, it it is a it is a lot of it is a lot of sex in this movie, and if you ain't uncomfortable with it, then this ain't for you. But I ain't gonna lie, some of them scenes I was getting a good ass laugh out because they even played the comedy up for some of these scenes. <laughs> like there's one scene where it's one scene that just revolves around an ass pick. That's all I'm gonna say. That that what? was yeah, that was funny. That was very that funny. Shit, that, that shit was hilarious. When I'm talking about. When a person knows what they, what they want, this person knew what he wanted. He said, I want ass. Either you're going to give me ass or this ain't going nowhere. Damn. <laughs> now, to better explain that, um, he is part <laughs> of a he's part of a dating app. And if you've ever done dating apps, I think they were really, really, really just poking fun at how, how they can be. Now, I'm not part of that community, so I don't know. Um, but apparently in the community, it's pretty much just a hookup thing. So 
he was trying to get away from that in conversation and like, yo that, that's in all communities yeah, in all communities that, that, not yeah. necessarily because we men on a dating app so you know it's I, i've been on dating apps before i have never experienced what i saw yeah. on this room. hey hey, hey jason, <laughs> jason jason let that cup pass from you no, I'm no. I'm just saying, ten like grinder is gay tender. That that's what that is. And if anybody been on, if anybody been on Tinder, that's what people use Tinder. I have been on Tinder, and I did not meet up with that. Like no. So I think it's. Um, I think, and I respect what they're saying because it's their voice. But me and Jason actually had a conversation about this literally like what a week or two ago, and I was like, I want to be offended on behalf of gay men because no matter what I watch, there are always some holes in there. And I was like, how do they feel about always being portrayed as just some sluts? You know, like even Tom Swift, whenever <laughs> I only watched three episodes and there were at least three or four love scenes. Like, I'm like, damn, like hey, just hey, because Courtney. another gay man has entered the room doesn't mean I have to fuck him. But I mean, I'm going to chime in on that. Guys are kind of just like that, you know yeah, what I mean. And, and it doesn't matter if you're gay or not; you're still a guy. Ooh, you know man, what I mean? So that? you're still gonna be horny <laughs> as hell. So now you there's two I mean? of them that are horny all the time, and yeah, they're horny. Happens. Yeah, like like it's, it's sort of like with a relationship, like uh, like um, aggression or whatnot. Uh, a gay couple is gonna see a little bit more of it because it's two guys living together. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean so like, like, like with two, like with two women living together, there's less of it because it's two women. There's not a testosterone factor. Yeah, and then all like, cases so, are different. I think yeah, like, like with testosterone, yeah, you're gonna be horny. But I wouldn't. Yes. After a while, I mean, I'm here for the inclusion. But after a, a while of seeing it, always like the gay man always is the hoe, no matter what. The, I'm like, are they offended? Like, I don't want to be offended if y'all not offended, but I would be if it was. Let's let's say it was black women. Like they're introducing black women into film, and every time a black woman's on the screen, if a man come in the room, we fucking, I would be offended, you know. But yeah, yeah, but but that's that's the thing. You're a woman. You're not a guy. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but guys, we're 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 kind of like, hey, yo, I want to smash. So yeah. Look, because yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't well, matter. I remove my because I was about skill. to get offended on their behalf. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm here for the representation, no, but isn't this kind of a stereotype? Like, I mean, no, that, but that's the thing. It, it's not though. It, it's not though, because no, no. they've done studies on it. Gay male yeah. couples do have yeah, sex more than other yeah. than other couples. Look, so yeah, it's, just, it's, just, it's a thing. It's a it's a thing. Look, I'm just this like like I said, can we get a gay man on this show to back these theories up? No, like I said, yeah, we can. We can. Just can I talk? Look, I have a I have a friend who was gay, and he legit told me once, like, yeah, I went to to so and so. I'm not gonna put that business out there. I won't get sued. I went to so and so. They had a back room, and he said, yeah, I had a good time. I got I had a train ran on me, like, oh. Glad you had fun. <laughs> and then I'm like, I would not I would not think that. And then, yeah, man, the, the stories he told me, I'm like, who yeah, y'all, you 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 a slut. You a slut. Wow. You, you, mm. 
and hey, and he owned it. Like so, so hey, so judging from him, I don't think they would be offended, or at least he he wouldn't be offended. Shit, he probably right. he he probably be his, his dick probably be hard as a rock watching this goddamn movie. Like, <laughs> there are gay male couples who are just monogamous and adopt children and have you know that does exist. So I would be kind of like, hey, motherfuckers, we do. Well, well Courtney, quick question: How how old are these? Male couples, they're they're usually in like their forties, aren't yeah, they? I was gonna say, you know, yeah, that's 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 when know. that's when you as a male, like like with women, it's different. When y'all are in your forties, that that's when y'all are at y'all's peak as far as libido. But with yeah. men, that's when we're starting to decline. Yeah, and then and then also no, like, and also like like I said, man, it, it was it's just real funny because there's even a part, dude, you wouldn't like. Dude, you wouldn't even suspect being gay. <laughs> there's a scene with Billy, there's a scene with Billy Eichner, and like it's just funny because he's like the way that he switches up, it, it, it's hilarious because the because man, he freaks the fuck out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like there's so many funny moments in the movie because not only is it self-aware of you know, uh, of like you know, they're poking fun at themselves, but it's mm. genuinely funny and they and they poke fun. They poke fun at hookup culture. They poke fun at um, things like Brokeback Mountain by like oh Hallmark. <laughs> yeah, they give it to Hallmark. Boy, <laughs> boy, they stay poking. They boy, got they, a they Hallmark do. ass. Or they threw. Boy, they threw a Hallmark under the bus and they ran them over. Ran them <laughs> over. They reversed on them, man. And then like they make fun like oh it's just two it's just two straight cis white males playing gay men. Playing cowboys, it's nothing new. And like, damn, that's a lot of movies. <laughs> and I, I it, I'm glad that they're able to poke fun at themselves and the things that you know are stereotyped with them. That's what made it funny. Yeah. And and like like I said, if I had to give problems to it, they did the generic rom com ending. I'm like, well, it brought the movie down for me, but not too much because I was still have I was still having a, a great time. This shit. This shit is, is, is hilarious, and there's so many one-liners in this movie. Everybody's comedic timing in this movie is really good. It's Very really clever. Good. The script was, you can definitely tell comedians or at least assisted or had something to do with this, or either the screenwriter is just really good at comedy because it was there. It was well-written. So, um, And it was natural. It wasn't like, you know, it was like, oh, that is funny. You know, so I love the main character. He was such a a complex, you know, layered person. Um Am I Luke or um Billy? I mean Billy, Bobby. Bobby. Oh, Even though, I don't know why they named him Bobby. That's a horrible name. But um Luke was kind of just like handsome. I kept thinking he was a fireman, but he was a <laughs> what that's stereotypical. That's stereotypical. Right. Well forgive me. I'm sorry. He looks like a blind ass <laughs> fireman, but he adjusts wheels for a living and wants to make chocolate. So I mean <laughs> but even like okay even though you're not if you're not part of that community the way the emotions were written the way certain things happened was very relatable even as a straight woman like we've been ghosted before you know you know you you, you went a little further than you should and don't hear from did you watch she hulk okay so that is something that all um you know we all can relate to um 
even though the main character, <clears throat> the main characters were so anti-relationship, it just, it just worked, you know? So um, I think it was nice to see, because we don't get to see that a lot, uh, a same-sex couple actually, you know, yeah, the hypersexuality was there, but at the, in the end of the day, they were just a couple trying to navigate no different than anybody else. And um, it was relatable and you could feel, did the host just leave? Um, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> it could turn the camera off. Like, it was relatable and you could actually feel their chemistry. Like when he would say certain things because he wasn't, he didn't look a certain way. So he was like, there's no way you're really attracted to me. Even as women, we can relate to that. Like, oh, I'm kind of chunky. You're, you're really not feeling me. You know, so, I mean, it was well-written. And I got to see some of my, um, you know, some of my LGBTQ cameos uh, that I actually follow in real life, like Miss Lawrence and uh, T.S. Madison. You know, so shout out, you know, shout out to the girls. They had some cameos in there. So, yeah. Yeah, man. And, and like, here's the thing. Well, I do have a question, though, with Courtney about that thing, because, like, with the whole, you know, girls relating to the whole attractiveness thing, because this is something that I've always kind of had an issue with. Like, like um, big girls know that muscular guys like them, right? No. No, we're not aware. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, because cause, I've, I've just always found that weird, because I, uh, I tell that to girls sometimes. I'm like, Okay, y'all have been to a gym, right? Y'all see those big buff dudes with, you know, kind of, you know, BBW girls, right? I'm like, y'all realize that's their boyfriends, right? I, I don't know. I think like, y'all didn't know that. I'll handle this. Okay, so society has been telling us that we are worth nothing if we don't fit into a size two since we've been eight years old. Let me just say that, right? And if you're anything atypical than this, the supermodel shape, you take up too much space. No, That's yeah. what we have been told yeah, since we are little. Sure. So how could a big buff guy look at me and think, yeah, I want some of that. Yeah, well, that I'm gonna just, it doesn't compute. Well, we don't get that. Oh, okay. Well, well I'm going to say that. that, that I, I, I thank you for telling but us. I don't want us to get banned. No, no, but well, that is how the no, man no, came but I mean, like, He just didn't get him liking him because he wasn't buff. And the other guys he looks at and dates and hooks up with look just like he does. So he just didn't see where he fit in. You know, he was yeah. just like. Yeah, well, well I'm, I'm, j just from what I know, hey, um, as far as mechanics go, um, muscle against muscle doesn't feel good. <laughs> I know Look, where this I'm is going. Which, which, is, which is why typically buff dudes tend to like <laughs> girls who are big boned a, a little bit because it, it just feels better. And then, for like, both I'm of them. Like, for both of okay. them. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like, yeah, I'm I'm just being me, honest about then, it. Yeah, like, like, I'm you know, I'm kind of muscular, and yeah, I've had that experience where I was with a muscular chick, and it's like, yeah, this shit hurts. <laughs> or, or with a with a girl, and she's skinny, and it's like, yeah, this shit hurts. Big girl though, it's like, oh damn, yeah. <laughs> 
More cushion for the pushing. That's a thing. More cushion for the pushing. Jason, can you attest to that? Is there any truth to what he's saying? I'm gonna just oh, say this. Yes. So, so I got two. So I got two friends, and I was a third wheel, and they they both big as shit. And they have like they like they, they both swole as hell, and they have big girlfriends. And I'm yeah. like, and, and and then we all were going to get on a ride together. I looked at hit. I looked at they swole ass. Said, y'all going on y'all own. I no, I'm not. I'm not getting on there with y'all. He said, "Why?" Oh, the Ferris wheel. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. <laughs> like first die. of all, like first of all, <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a pancake between y'all swole asses and then y'all girlfriends. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna wow. stay right. On the ground. I'm gonna stay right on the ground. Y'all, y'all go have fun, and they have fun. It, it, it was it was funny because just imagine like you know big swole masculine men, but they they like we. so so yes there's some truth to that but back to the but back to my thoughts man like i really did like luke because like you know some i can relate to luke and how he feel because he felt like his life's not going nowhere he's like man i i hate my like this is the fire right yeah god damn fire me um but yeah (laughs) he like but like i could but like out of all people I can relate to, I related to um um what's his name Aaron Moore because he hated his job. He felt like his life was not going nowhere, and then like he's tr- and then like he's trying to, and then like he's trying to appease his parents. And there's a scene with his parents, boy. The, I never I never felt so uncomfortable in my life. Y'all ever had that? Have y'all y'all ever dated somebody, and. And and things just go completely left than, than, than how you thought they were going to go. That's how that scene goes, and it's just that's when I started like Bobby, shut the fuck up. You are making it worse. Shut the fuck up. That's the thing about Bobby. I I like Bobby as a character too, but goddamn, he's he's one of them podcasters where they're not trying. They don't care if they really make money off of this. He like I have a platform. I'm going to say what the fuck I got to say. Yeah, he's just really passionate about the yeah. subject, but um, he's extremely passionate. Honestly, but okay, because I I think I asked you about that scene and who you felt was right or wrong because it's kind of hard to tell because on one hand he was asking him not to be who he is and that is wrong, and on the other hand when you're dealing with um. I guess this would be like a type D person, you know, bold and brass and personalities. Other people are going to be uncomfortable because most people are not that. So was he really wrong? Well, I'm going to say this. Bobby is very. I, mean, I want him to shut up, too. But <laughs> Bobby, Bobby is very intense. And like you still love him as a character because he has lovable qualities. But God damn. I'm like, I would have waiting for Aaron just like like. While they kiss and just like choke him a little bit, just sh- sh- oh my gosh, Ike Turner, I was not waiting on that. <laughs> I, I, I would. Somebody had to shut I, him up. I would have kicked him under the table, like uh, you no, know. No, man, you can't do that when you're making out with somebody. That hell, that that'll turn them on. <laughs> well, somebody turned him off because he was talking too goddamn much sometimes. I, I mean, but, I, I mean, well, well, at least with chicks is that way. I mean, like you know, but. But also, man, it was just like I actually found out the biological reason why. Okay, girls we ain't gonna girls, get into but, that. Never mind. But, 
there's a biological reason for it. But like I said, I like their relationship because it's they complete polar opposites. First of all, like Bob. Okay, so Bobby, he is like he's the gay person. Like he's the gay person that you know that they're, they're passionate about about their culture. They're all about being gay. They don't hide nothing for nobody. Aaron, on the other hand, Aaron, he's he's like a tip. Like he's a he's a typical bro. He is legit a bro. Like, he just happens to be gay. That's it. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> yeah, like. Like, so he's basically a gay Sigma Chi. Who? Sigma Chi is it's a frat in, in college. They're a bunch of douchebags. Damn. Well, he's not really a douchebag. Like, like I said, he just he's like a typical dude that you go out and get beers with and watch the game. And and like you know, if 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 y'all on that same wavelength, y'all y'all probably gonna fuck. Or in his or, or in his sense, have orgies. God damn, there's a lot of origins in this. Uh, but, 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 uh, and I think, um, on the other hand, Bobby is more so he was brought up in an environment that it's not comfortable. Like, yeah, he was always, he was raised by parents who were like, this is who you are. We support this. And what is his name, Aaron? What the fireman was trying to say is everybody didn't have that. And I think if they would have had that conversation, Bobby would have understood pulling back a little bit more because everybody didn't have, you know, my dad and mom supporting. Most people their age had something completely different. At first, I thought Aaron was still in the closet, but um, he's not as flamboyant, I guess. So I think Bobby being the one who has always had that platform, always had that pride and that sense of, you know, this is me, take it or leave it. It's very different from someone who probably eased out the closet recently and still he still passes. You know, if you didn't if you if you saw them walking, you you would think he was straight. And I think um if you've heard of passing in other terms, you know, like white passing stuff like that, it there's a privilege to that. And he doesn't want to let that privilege go. He still can pass for a heterosexual man. Whereas Bobby is like, I'm not trying to pass for shit. This is who I am. And He's trying to tone that down a little bit, so yeah. And also, one thing I do love, I love that they actually got two gay actors to be the main lead. So because because I'm tired of I'm like like I said like I'm tired of them taking straight cis white males and putting them in lead. Like get get gay men out there. There are gay actors out there, and it was nice for for Luke because Luke McFarland. He came out not too long ago as gay in an interview with the Globe on in, in two thousand eight. So, so like I'm pretty sure this felt I'll, this. I'm pretty sure like this felt personal to him. I think I think Billy um Billy I can um Billy I can I think he's um he's always he's always like yeah like um embraced it. So I really did like that, and I must say the dialogue in a in, in like a few scenes is really really good, especially towards yeah. the end of the movie. It like it's some really good dialogue. You actually, you actually feel, you can feel it. Yeah, you like you you feel it, and I did enjoy that about this movie. I don't really have many complaints about this movie, to be honest. Like I'm gonna yeah. you know I'm gonna give it to Courtney to give her like final thoughts. Then I'll uh, get you my know rating. what I've I've been reading some previews. Um, most other than the ninety eight percent score from Rotten Tomatoes, most everyone that did see it agreed on two things a that the film was great and funny and b that they were probably the only person in the theater or there wasn't a large crowd so um 
you know, but this is America. What, what were we expecting? You know, yeah, so I'm not surprised. A uh, red ass you know state what? like Texas. There yes. were how many people yeah, did you right? say were there? Um, I think that nah, well, like it had a, a, a decent crowd, it, it was a decent enough crowd where I still had fun because, yeah, well, we live, just, in, we live in Dallas though, so you know, yeah, like, like it was a fun, like I said, the movie actually kind of made the crowd for me because when I was laughing, but it was people laughing too. Like I said, it's so many laughing moments in this movie. I'll watch this again just because of. Cause how many fun like I'm not a rock like but like like the like the romance part wasn't getting me, but that but that comedy but that comedy, whoever wrote that they had some perfect comedic timing. They did. There was, so yeah, man. But uh, keep continue, Courtney. We can so in some comedy. of the comments, I did see a few people from that community that did not like the film. They said uh -huh. different things, and I I take note of that, and that's why I'm bringing it up here on the show. Um, amidst the sea of the people that did like it, there were a few members of that community that felt like it was hyper um, stereotypical, that it was just typical stereotypes to make ally allies laugh. You know, they really didn't feel like it was a gay film. They felt like it was for allies, really. Like it was for straight people who support gays, not necessarily for gays. They felt like it was a lot of stereotypes and some of them just weren't feeling it. Hmm. I can't please every can't please everybody. I mean, but it's their film, so I, I you know, if that's how they feel, I think that should be taken into accountability and you know, into account too. But I saw far more people that enjoyed it and just were kind of uh, saddened that their theaters weren't packed. Most uh, most of the people saw it alone. So when um, did this come out? It came out Friday. Came out Friday. I have, I have not seen a single trailer for it really so i think their marketing department missed missed something i also think october is not the best month to release rom-cons you february. are absolutely right february yeah. would have been much better for this so yeah, this is, they, this missed, is, um, they missed something they did something wrong in the marketing department because one february. i didn't even know this movie existed until jason asked me to you know have you seen it and i was like what is it and then i could go look for the trailer they are yeah. not advertising enough um, and they released in the wrong season. I agree. So shame I think on them. Um, yeah, they, this is more of a springtime type movie. I would agree because it's got that spring no. feeling. Like we had to choose between this and Smile, and I know Jason more so wants to see Smile, but I'm rom com. I, I love those, so let's just check it out. And I wanted to support the community, so I mean. But also we have to, I mean, the only reason I think we know about it is because we watch movies every weekend. So we saw the, yeah. I only saw the trailers in, you know, in trailers to watch another film. I haven't seen anything about it on television. So like, look at, well, I mean, who's the, who's the production studio? Who's the studio? I want to say it, it, let me look it up real quick because I just had it. Uh, I mean, Black Adam trailers are everywhere. Yep. It doesn't matter where you go. They're in the theater, they're on Facebook, they're on TikTok, they're on Instagram, they're everywhere. They're on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. After I saw Bros and I tagged us at Bros, now I've been seeing their um, ads on Facebook, but it's only after we saw the movie. So it's, it's they should have been doing this months before it came out. So, of course, their numbers are crap. Well, if it's Warner Brothers, I mean, hell, Warner Brothers. Wait, no, wait, wait, Adam, wait, wait, so. wait, no, 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 no. Is John Apatow's is is John Apatow's company? 
which is Avatar production or something. Yeah, yeah. So they just maybe don't have Wait, the same you, marketing dollars that others do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Jude Apatow. It's Jude Apatow's production company. Is, is Apatow Productions? Okay, yeah. he's a yes. pretty wealthy guy. Spend some more money and do some more marketing research. Yeah, that's what right. they needed I think to do. Once it hits streaming and people, I think some right. people wanted to see it. And again, this is America, so. They're gonna watch it in secret, and it will become a cult classic, kind of like Tu Wong Fu. So, I mean, I think it's gonna get its just due because it was done well. But, like I said, there are members of the community that felt that felt like it was just stereotypes. Watch, watch what this is. What I predict, they will uh, use it as a tax deduction, and they will re-release it onto streaming in January, and then it will take off, and they'll make all their revenue. Oh, I yes. hope so. I hope so. It's a good film. It's really cute. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. I I want it to be seen. I'll see it on streaming. I could go see it in the theater too. Now that I know it exists, but um, it's like if it's doing so bad at this point, they're probably better off not promoting it <laughs> until next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, uh, as far as my rating, I'm gonna give this a very high movie theater. I said I was not expecting like this. I'm like, man, this is another rom com. I really don't like rom coms, but then as like as it went on, it like it's like the film. It, it was funny. Like at first I got I got chuckled out of this. Oh, you thought that was funny? Well, now we got this. So got and then my, the laughs just got better and better and better. And there's a scene. I don't know who they had in that Photoshop. It's just something about horrible Photoshops that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and. And and like the fact, if like some of the funnier, some of the funniest parts is when, when the when 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 everybody when the different members from the LGBTQ community was together, and man, they like their dialogue with each other was hilarious and it's just funny. Billy Eichner is fucking hilarious, man. His like you can tell he's been doing this for a while because his comedic timing is on point. Aaron, he's not like he's just funny by proxy, but. Like him and Billy scenes are, are hilarious. I, I will say this: there is, there is a, there's a, a build up to a sex scene. I thought was hilarious. It, it, it was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> it was the funny. And like for me, a, a lot of people they were still they weirded out by, by by you know gay scenes. Me, I don't watch so much TV shit. Amazon, like if you look at a lot of these Amazon Prime stuff. There's a lot of gay stuff on there, and at this point, it just it's normal to me. Like it, mm-hmm. it is just it's, it's just normal. It's like it's weird to say. I, like I expect in the Am- like just on streaming services, I expect to see a dick more than I see titties at this point. Shit, Reacher. That's all I fucking. That's all I saw. At Reacher. Reacher got I- nudity like that. Yes, I mean it's. Now a- I have to go watch it. <laughs> I saw the movie. Like- I don't remember no dicks. <laughs> yeah, I was like- in the movie. Yeah, but like, that wasn't Amazon. That wasn't Prime. So yeah, you know, like Tom Cruise like, show on these ass. streaming services, they get pretty like, liberal it's, with like, the it just it is dick and man ass, and then the boys they go inside <laughs> the of a dick. So the boys oh they go inside. Of the dick. You're right. right. Touche. <laughs> and then and then we got to Love see Thor's. Ass. We got to see Thor's Thor's ass in Thor: Love and Thunder. So hey, for all you people that's uncomfortable with with you know with you know. Gay stuff on the screen. It's here to stay. So you might as well yeah. just get comfy. Just go ahead. But and it's, between them. 
So just go ahead. It's been around. To get comfortable. Yeah, but it's been around since Oz and shit. Been around. In, in Oz on HBO, there was a lot of dicks and ass and that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we were watching. Hey. Uh, and The Wire, same thing. A lot, lot of dicks and ass. What's the one that was about Sparta? It was uh, Spart- Spartacus, even back Spartacus. then. Yeah. Yeah, blood, blood and sand. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of gay yeah. sex and that shit. Yeah. So I like, mean, matter of yeah, so fact, like- uh, in Spartacus, I want to say one of the gay, gay guys was in uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah, so like There's I said, man. Really? Yeah, yeah. You know the dude who was a crackhead or whatnot? Yeah. In it, um, he it was, was a that one dude's lover. He was that one dude's lover. You know, uh, uh, Batiatis, um, his uh, his uh, uh, bodyguard or whatnot that was gay. Yeah, that was him. His his lover was in Jessica Jones. Yeah. I'll have to go back and watch that. Matter, again. matter of fact, that dude was even a fucking Power Ranger, believe it or not. Shut yeah. up. Well, I said yeah. no checks. Okay. Well, yeah, he, he was the Red Ranger, which kind of pissed me off. Not the original Jones, Red Ranger. Like, why didn't they use his fighting skills at all in Jessica Jones? Well, well, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me, let me go ahead and finish it. <laughs> no, my bad, my bad. Sorry. My bad. Sorry. Shiny things, Adam things. and I. Shiny things. So. Like I said, this is a this is a very hot movie theater for me. Can't get it going, maybe because like I said, that trope, I, I just that trope, I'm tired of them using using that same trope at the end of movies. It's a very it like the ending's predictable, but all everything that leads up to it is very like it's very funny. And then for the romance crowd, they'll get what they want, and for the counter crowd, you'll get what you want. And and like I said, I feel like you know, I'm like I know a lot of people in the LGBT community um they didn't like the movie but i've i've talked to some of my friends who were gay they they love this movie they think like they like we found like we finally got a big screen movie that's not broke back mountain so right <laughs> so like i said i really enjoy the movie i i'm definitely going to catch this again on streaming so yeah man it's a very high movie theater for me cool. Courtney. cool okay okay um is buttery above movie theater? No, no, buttery is below movie theater. Only you know, thing above okay, movie so, theater is gourmet. Gourmet is above movie theater. Okay, I'll give it a I guess a high buttery. I mean it wasn't life changing, but um it was still good. Um I love a good rom com, so I I think I liked that you know, that community, especially with gay men, has been humanized so much because I think sometimes there's this like stigma that it's different and they, you know, and it doesn't help the whole ideology that I do is just fuck, fuck, fuck. But they really are trying to find love like anybody else. I think it's the masculinity that's getting in the way of that in that community, but that's a whole nother thing. And uh, it shows in this film. You know, I'm trying to be vulnerable and I don't know how, how much to give and how much to, you know, because bro, 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 bro. So, I mean, <laughs> it's called bros. So, I mean, I think, um, but once you kind of get past that tough exterior, it was really just a love story. And it's his first love. So it almost was like a teenage love story. You know, um, you could feel, um, you could feel, even though in real life, if I saw the two of them, no, I would not think he could pull him. I'm just being honest. 
Just to be honest. <laughs> but you could feel their, their chemistry. You could feel their care for each other. Like, oh, oh, he genuinely does care for him, vice versa. So, but um, I thought it was super cute. It was very funny, well written. I wasn't expecting it to just like Lori said, it wasn't just marketed at the best of its ability. And then on top of that, it's a it is a gay male movie. Not just any men, white men. Like people are more accepting of gay black men, as Adam has pointed out before. That is kind of more, you know. No, no, no. I wouldn't say it's more accepted. It's just it's been pro. It's, it's more, promoted a lot. Yeah, more. it's more promoted. Like you, you we're talking about. It. You see, not many. Yeah, yeah. So what he's saying is absolutely true. Um, we're talking about this isn't too long food. It's not drag queens. These are men, and they are sleeping together. And this is still, and they're white. And this is still America. And you know, we hardly can stomach men kissing in a commercial. So I didn't expect to see people lined up. I mean, I, I honestly, I I, I kind of don't agree with that because I mean, mm-hmm. like, look at Will and Grayson. You know, like that that was a pretty popular show, and there yeah. was dudes kissing in that constantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, kind of, but kind not of. really. You know, like it, it's not like it's this strange concept to see two dudes kissing on screen anymore. I don't think it's the fact that they're two dudes. I think it's buff, muscular, athletic dudes. Like it's even called bros. So I think, like you said, like you are saying, more effeminate men were more acceptable of. I think for some, it is still hard to see. That's one of the reasons why the character that plays Lil Murder on P-Valley is so hated. It is hard for people to see thuggy, masculine, athletic men taking it up the ass from from another man, but it does exist. (laughs) And so I I just wasn't expecting doors to be knocked off the hinges, you know, even though the film actually was well done. So, you know, I think like Lori said, I think when it hits streaming that it'll take off. It'll take off because now I can watch it and nobody knows, which is sad. It's sad that that's still a thing or maybe my girlfriend will make me watch it because she heard it was funny. But, um, then right. it'll get the props it's due because it was well done. So, and if it's yeah. Judd Apatow produced, I'm sure that's why it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, Judd Apatow does make some funny ass movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. like I said, it was, uh, I, I was busting out laughing. I didn't think I was gonna think it was funny at all. You know, um, he said something about J.R. Tolkien. I knew Barry was gonna like that joke. Oh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> no, he said, he, he said, um, he like shoot. They like trying to get in relationship with the gay man is like take just as long as a JR Tolkien journey. Some along the lines of that. Damn. Oh, I was laughing my Damn. Like the main character that's, was so funny without funny. trying. That's funny. Well, that that's a Lord of the Rings reference. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I was boy. Yeah. Like I said, uh, Billy Idol, he was quick with the one line. Like I'm pretty sure he had to ad lib some. I feel yeah, like he's yeah. just being himself. Like, he, if he was acting, he was doing it so well that the character is so believable. Like, he was my favorite for sure. Yeah, so. man. But, yeah, like, funny. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, go see it. It's out in theaters now. I, it, it, if, if you like comedy, like, even if you don't like the romance side, if you like comedy, this is a this is a hilarious comedy. But just know And you if you do that. like romance, like, it legit is there. It really is, so... Yeah. They have good chemistry. I give them that. Yeah. But y'all, uh, we want to talk. We, we talked about a a movie that had horrible marketing. This next movie had this marketing was genius. Now we might oh, go I black. Go. Yeah, but no, <laughs> I, I don't we, think the movie. We, 
We'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Look, you don't got to go because we know how to not spoil things, unlike some people in this chat. So I haven't seen it yet, but you know. <laughs> so we might go black because I'm, I'm trying to add. I'm trying to add this because I want to show people just the genius of this marketing. Yes. Uh, because if y'all, <laughs> let me see if, if I can add it. Okay, where is that scene at? Oh my god, man! Uh, what the bitch? Give me the give me the option to scroll. Oh wow! <laughs> Stop being difficult. He can't hear you. <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me. Okay, there we go. Add layer. Jesus Christ! But uh, now, at, <laughs> oh man! But we gonna talk about this because there, there's something. Uh, <laughs> oh, I really like after I saw the video. I really hope that they do mo that more. That more studios do marketing like this. I mean, it's probably not gonna be safe, but and it looks affordable. <laughs> You said it looks affordable. Yeah, wear the shirt, smile. <laughs> like, okay, y'all. So I, I'm gonna go ahead and play this if it will let me. Are you are really not gonna let me grab you, huh? Uh, no, Donald Trump, I will not. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot. <laughs> what wow. is this? What? Oh my god, stop! Zing. I love it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay, America transition. All right. So here's the genius marketing from from this movie. If you you best you best maybe just let it go, Jason. Just let it go. Nah, people need to see the marketing because they need to see this movie. So here is <laughs> here is the. I fucking hate this shit. So everybody has seen it except me. Pretty much. Laura, you seen it too? I went saw it today. Yeah, I saw it today too. So yeah, it's all you. Just so I could talk about it. Yeah, well, here we go, y'all. Here, here it is. Next week we'll see Paramount Pictures debut their new horror movie Smile, and the studio has deployed one of the creepiest viral marketing campaigns in recent memory to promote it. Starting last night many viewers began to notice that every Major League Baseball game had a person sitting behind home plate who was not moving but also maintaining a creepy smile right out of the new movie. Each of the people appeared to keep up the act for most of the games. One person even appear on the Today Show seated behind Al Roker all of them wearing smile t-shirts to boot. They did their job well because people around the country are officially freaked out by their presence, and now know about the movie. First reactions to smile have begun to roll out after the film had its world premiere at Fantastic Fest this week. Currently the horror movie holds a 75% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes with critics praising its effective, terrifying yeah. jump scare. And I'm not going that was genius. Well, for somebody... I don't think Giles was hurting. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It, it, no, no, no. Uh, believe it or not, it's actually not that hard to do that because uh, one time I walked around smiling real hard when I cosplayed as All Might. So, 
It looked Dude, my jaw hurts and I just have been smiling all night on this show. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, believe it or not, it's not as bad as people think it is. And here's the thing about this. Uh, here's the thing. Um, that marketing campaign is genius because they just, they had plants at baseball games. Good morning, America. <laughs> That's so, freaking yeah. hilarious. Yeah, so Very smart, yeah. I'm, now, not I'm looking say, at this. What's up? Um, the director and was the writer, and it's this guy named Parker Finn, and we haven't seen him before. This is his kind of like major debut. Everything else okay. has been shorts. So I'm yeah. kind of impressed with what he was able to pull off here. Okay, sir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like short, I'm not going short producer. Yeah. Nothing. I'm not yeah, I'm not gonna show the trailer because I'm not gonna lie, the trailer gives this movie away. Like the trailer is it's just a major spoiler. God damn it, production studio. God damn marketing com, marketing companies get better at making trailers. So the basis of this movie is we follow. Let me go ahead and get the cast, the cast up. We follow shit. Some we lame follow, ass shit. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just be honest with y'all. I did not like this movie. We follow. No, I okay. did. We follow. Did. We follow <laughs> Sosie Bacon, who I think is actually related to Kevin Bacon. If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Really? Yeah, she's yeah, she's yeah, she's Kevin she's Kevin Bacon's daughter. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so (laughs) she kind of looks like uh, she kind of looks like his wife. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so we follow Sosie Bacon, and um, she um, she witnesses something very horrible. And oh no, you you snitching. That is in the trailer. That is in the trailer. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, there, no. there is. I have enjoyed y'all tonight. Movie without its feeling for you, Courtney. So if you don't want to hear anything, you probably and should go. I'm I don't go, think there's a way. Right. Well, I'm about to say you might want to black out for this one then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. okay. Oh <laughs> Ooh, man. Okay. First of all, y'all. It's in the trailer, so I I don't care. That part's in the trailer. If you if, if you were blind, if you were Stevie Wonder, you that is not a spoiler for you. But yeah, so she went something horrible, and and the whole movie she trying to she trying to figure out what's going on. And and that's the movie. So let's go. So so let's go 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 ahead with this. I'm gonna just say this. This is a very slow paced movie, but the slow pace works in this sense. I love the slow pace in this film. Because for one, it'd be different. When I first saw the trailer, like, oh, this is just another, another generic movie where where somebody where somebody's being Trump, um, being uh, tormented. But it it but it it actually it plays with this slow pace, and the and uh, I don't know how you feel about about uh, Lori, but the directing style it plays with the main character, like her, like her. Her her mental state it is being shown through the directorial style. It's a lot of yeah. it's a lot of upside down shots, a lot of um, turning shots, and it just the more and more she go crazy, the more and more the um, Parker fan he's like, I'm about to get crazy with this directing, yes. and I I think that is phenomenal. The sound design it makes this movie a whole lot better. The sound like like. Like the sound design with the jump scares, it makes it a whole lot better. Normally, I don't like jump scares, but the jump scare in this film is actually executed 
really, really well. well. Really, oh, really, really okay. well. And the, and, and, and the thing I do like about this film, all the actors, they do their part in this movie. I love Sosie Bacon. I love Sosie Bacon in this movie because you legit feel for her because she is legit going through shit and it's going to come off as crazy. It's going to come off as crazy to a normal person. Like even her husband played by, um, uh, what's his name? A-train? Jesse T. Usher. <laughs> yeah, Jesse T. Usher played his A-Train. Uh, man, nah, he he was not good, man. Come on. Like, nah, he, I didn't say he, he was good. Like, to me, I feel like for what he was given, I feel like he did good because he's like... He did okay. Like, uh, no, I didn't. Like, I want... That, that's because you're probably saying that he, he probably stayed there too long. But I really feel like you like, I love you, but God damn it. This is this comes off as crazy. He, he he didn't come off as him loving her at all, man. But that was the point. That she damn relationship that. looked forced as fuck. What well, well, I thing? He's trying so hard to be like, this bitch crazy. <laughs> like no, no, it wasn't even that. Like, even before she was going crazy, they, it was like they didn't have the best chemistry. I yeah, agree. Like, I agree. Uh, yeah that, well, that shit. It wasn't well, believable. What he wasn't in the movie that much, so that's why it it, it didn't it didn't bother me. It didn't but bother me. They did that on purpose. Yeah, they yeah, did that on it, purpose because her ex they yeah. had chemistry. Yeah, you know what I'm so, saying. So they wanted him to be awkward, so she had to go to somebody else looking right. for that support. She she couldn't go to him because right. there was no chemistry because it was a sham. And she calls him out on it too, where she's just like, I don't fit into your perfect world. You don't love me. As soon as there's any kind of hardship, you're done, right? It doesn't right. fit and you just close down. So she calls him on that. So that's why she was at Joel's apartment talking to him. He had the chemistry. Right. So that, like, I think that was intentional. Yeah. And like I said, I Maybe, really, yeah. like, like I said, the thing about this movie is more, it's, it plays on horror tropes, but it this movie takes its time. It really takes it. It really takes its time to it get what we're that time. way. It it takes well, I say it takes the time to get to finally rev up. But I love that because I was more focused on on like just her her torment and her going to people like people that she people like her even her family like. I love you, but goddamn, you crazy. <laughs> well, and well I really- I'll, I'll be honest, man. For me, them dragging it out as much as they did made the movie not scary anymore. But like, like it, it was one of those things where it was like, okay, all right, when is there something gonna happen? Oh, okay, look, okay, here's here's the scare coming. Nothing. Here's the scare coming. Nothing. Then when they finally come, it's like, really? Man. Yeah, yeah. Like when they finally started coming, I was just like. Wow, that didn't even make me fucking jump. Like, like I'll be honest, like, like none of the sounds or anything, because they had already started playing the sounds and stuff like they were going to do it, but they didn't do it. So then when the jump scare started coming, it was like, this is some some milquetoast shit right here. I'm sorry. But, but you know, that's just how it was for me. It was like, um, I'm not even scared anymore. Like, literally... This is the first horror movie I've ever seen where none of the jump scares made me jump at all. Like, well, at all. I, well, I was just like, 
I literally didn't even like get taken back at all. I was just like, okay. Maybe you were sitting farther back than I was. I'll tell you what, man, back. the theater I was at must have had the sound on like 11 because I jumped the shit out of my seat oh, hell three, yeah, man. three or four was... times because the sound was so fucking loud. I yeah. guess like may maybe I wasn't in XD <laughs> or something because because like everything I, I saw I was like damn um well, well here's my thing even when the girl's head turned upside down and shit that I was scared like, the shit out of me I was like um see I, I'll I, I'm my like turn that, I know that's supposed to be scary but I'm not but I'm not scared well, because see, literally the movie desensitized me. Because oh, no. of the because of the buildup, I'm like none of these sounds sound weird anymore because it's not associated with an image. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because I was I was thinking of like literally the the first thirty minutes of the movie, I'm like, okay, jump scare, jump scare, jump scare, and nothing happened. Then when they started happening, it was like, okay, jump scare, yeah, yeah, okay, there we go. Oh, this is well, gonna happen. Yeah. So, well, here's my. I knew thing. that cat was gonna get it. And when he opened the box, I was just like, oh, the cat's in there. <laughs> and then well, the cat was in there. Well, y'all, I guess these are spoilers <laughs> now. I get, man, We're not doing it. I thought we could spoil it now because. No, I'm, I'm trying oh, to okay. Well, with the girl's head turning upside down, that was in the previews. That was in the previews. No, I'm That's just it. saying, I'm, I'm trying to get yeah, better at us. It I'm was. trying to get better at us, you know. Been doing spoiler free stuff. So okay, all right, right, right. I know more spoilers. I'm doing spoiler free. I haven't given any spoilers. But it, that was it, my bad. Okay. Um, it's okay. But can I give you my opinion? Yeah. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I think that the slow build was on purpose. I think right. what they were trying to do was show that as time went on, it progressively got worse. That she might have had like one jump scare in the beginning, and then like as on day two, maybe it was two. But there was, I think it was crafted really well. It was claustrophobic. Right, very All of the camera work was so up close and um, the lack of sound in a lot of parts was really scary for me because um, then, you know, like is something coming, is something coming um, when you can hear her swallow. It's so it's so up close and personal in her fear. Um, and then it, it kind of reminded me of the ring where it's like you get the phone call and it's like seven days and that's all you have. Right. And it's like, as you progress into your seven days, things get weirder and weirder until um, the girl comes out of the TV and sucks your soul out of your body. So that's kind of how I took it is, is like, it's a slow build for a reason. And I love the fact that our character was a psychologist. So she right. knows all the symptoms of psychosis and she's looking at herself going, I'm not crazy. I can't be crazy. I can diagnose crazy. And then she's like, I'm actually crazy. You know what I mean? So she's slowly losing sense of herself. Um, you know, they really play with that. I thought that was cool. So it wasn't just like your average person who had no idea that they, you know, that they could be crazy. Maybe it's all in their head and none of it's real. But for her, it was I'm manifesting things that I see my client go through. So that's not good. You know, I need to be on meds. Um so all of that, I, I the jump scares were great for me. Um, like I said, I don't know if I was sitting in just like that perfect spot where all like the speakers hit at the same time, but I'm usually the opposite. When I'm watching like slasher films and there's jump scares, I might jump, but I'm just like, ha ha ha, you know. Um, but this one got me. Like when that with the head turn, I I 
fucking made noise. I was like, ah, you know, um, but I usually don't. So I was impressed that they got a reaction out of me. Um, I'll go yes. ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I, I, I think that we're going to see more from this guy. Oh yeah. After sure. this showing, I think he did a phenomenal first film. I think we're going to see more from him. Um, I, I, I could kind of figure out where the ending was going. I liked how they kind of at the end resolved what we saw at the very beginning um, because they show you this little scene and then they leave it hanging over your head and they kind of re reference it as you go. So the fact that she ended up where she was, I'm like, this makes sense because of what happened. Um, and I, I thought it was interesting. I actually had an impression that it was something completely different from the trailer and I must not have been paying attention but I thought it was like a virus. Like, and if you catch it, you turn into this smiling thing and then they pass it to each other. You know, it was like the zombie apocalypse. So when it started at the hospital, I'm not going to spoil anything. When it started at the hospital, I was like, oh yeah, this is a zombie movie, right? This is, and then it ended up being something completely different than what I was expecting, but, um, starts kind of in that same fashion. So it was, it, it paid homage to a lot of different other horror movies that I have seen, I could pull pieces out of it. So like the ring and some zombie movies and um, yeah, I, I can't say too much more without spoiling it, but yeah. And Overall, I, mean, I thought it was really well, good. Like, like, like for me, it, I guess that's why I didn't like it that much is because it seemed too much like the ring. Did you see them reference smiles all over the place? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I, I, I was catching like it. A coffee cup. The way that yeah. the car drove was a smile. The whole thing with the upside down where the trees made a smile. Um, yeah. She had an earring in that was a smile. It They were everywhere, everywhere. No, I, yeah. I, I get it. I get it. It's just like I said. Well, if it's it, not it just... scary for you, it's not. And that kind of like blows the whole point of watching a scary movie if you're not scared. Right? Yeah, right. So I yeah, get like, you. Like, yeah, I, it was scary for you. It didn't work. Right. Like for me, it just wasn't scary. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For me, I love this movie and I'm glad that this keeping the this keeping the trend of twenty of twenty twenty two being a great year for horror because this movie reminded me of another movie where we have uh um where we have basically this demon transferred through other people. One of my favorite movies of that year, yes. it follows it follows. It follows is a follows. phenomenal movie. I uh, love it. Wait, wait, it follows. No. No, you, no. you thought that was a good movie? No, I wasn't saying that one. I was thinking the one with um, Denzel, where no. he goes, time no, is on I love, like, is that like, movie. Like, I loved it. I loved It Follows because, for one. It, it Follows is the one with where the creature follows you if you have sex with yes, somebody. Like, like, yeah, right. I, I didn't see that one. Yeah, I, I oh love that God. movie. I love that movie because, for one. I hate these BS horror movies like The Nun. I fucking hate The Nun. I hate The Nun. I hate. The nun I'm, was starting good. To, I, I, I'm starting to hate the Conjuring series. I hate. Huh. I hate. I, I hate them trying to keep doing these, like these, like these basic ass movies, just putting these basic ass characters. For this, I legit felt. I felt for Sosie Bacon's character because I felt her slowly dipping into insanity, and just like it follows, this person like. I got I got this demon on me. I gotta get it to the next person. I like they can be good people. They be good people. Like, well shit, I, I gotta have sex with this person, so I ain't gotta deal with it no more. Like, mm. even in this even in this in this movie, they like this thing pushes her to the brink of 
she might have to do something, some incapable, like something incomprehensible just to get this shit away from her. And I like that because it's showing how desperate that she is. And so she Bacon, she plays it perfect. You obviously can feel, you can you feel for her, like, damn, why is nobody, like, I believe you, girl. Why can nobody else believe? But then we, when you actually put yourself in the shoes of her husband or her sister or her boss, you're like, right. yeah. I well, can that, see why believes you. And there was like the generational thing, right? Yeah. So her mom had a similar, yeah, yeah. Had not sim- the same, but it was a similar thing that happened, and that um, she feels guilt for that. But it's like that's what causes the tension in her life, the tension between her and her sister. Um, that's why she's very closed off, and maybe that's why she, well, that's why she pushed away the one guy. But also probably why she's with the other guy because he's superficial and he doesn't ask too many questions. He's not going to look deep into her to see who she right. really is because he doesn't care. Right. So that's why she's with him, and she, you know, and that's when she realizes that later. But I mean, I don't necessarily think he did anything wrong. He was trying to get her help. He called her therapist. Right. Sorry, I don't want to spoil anything else. But uh, and but I mean like there what I mean what else are you supposed to do when someone's having a psychotic break? You get them help, right? Right, right. And At least also, that's what you think you should do, you know. Right, and like um, also uh, there was a, a character here. I, as soon as I saw, as soon as I saw, I'm like, oh damn, he's like he's gonna be he's gonna be the um he's gonna be the the, the funny character. But I was surprised. I was wrong. I yeah. was wrong. I was wrong, and I'm glad I'm wrong. His name is uh Cal, Cal Penn. Cal Penn. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like like I liked him in this role. Like I liked him in this role. I, I was glad to see that he's not just a comedy actor. So it, it was it was Kumar. <laughs> yeah, like right. Yeah, like one of my favorite stoner movies. But yes, it was, it was nice to see him. And like I said, I feel like even though like um Bert, uh, Jesse Usher. Like his part was strong. I feel like everybody did a good job in their role. And then, like I said, for me, I've always said smiles are creepy. And this movie just enforced that smiles are creepy as shit. And and like Man, and I a lot of I have a creepy smile. Like do it. <laughs> no, nah, that's not creepy enough. But uh yeah, I like, say, people think I have a really nice smile. Like, uh, I was like, I'm I like, not creeped out at all. A lot exactly. of people they didn't. A lot of people didn't, didn't like the the ending and way it went down. Me, I liked it because not to spoil anything. Like I'm just glad that you know it went that route instead of going the route. Uh, if, if, it yeah. went the, if it went if it went went the other route, I'd been like, that's some bullshit. There was like three options that she could have done, yeah, and I bet but, you they filmed more than one ending, and they, yeah, they probably, probably beta tested the endings with different groups to see which one hit the hardest. If they were yeah. smart, yeah, yeah. No, I I really, they probably did do that. Like I said, I like this ending because, like I said, I don't, I don't like um, so the way how certain movies end. But I feel like this movie ended well, and just I feel like as far as like I'm more in love with like the way that this is directed than mm. than than the movie. But I still love, I still like the story. But the directing is what brought the movie up for me because, like I said, it was just so many shot so many camera shots that made me feel disoriented like her yes the sound design is what really got me because like i said i'm not a fan of jump scares but the way that but the way that the sound design goes with the jump scares 
it works. It because really works. Because I knew it was coming with that head thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw her marching down and I was like, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. And I was still like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Because it was still like, I was waiting for her to come down and see the face. But no, it was just like, here's the face. It still got me. You know what I mean? So, But you're right. If it wasn't for the sound that went with it, I wouldn't have. I probably wouldn't have been scared. Yeah, and also it was I'm so be- loud in this theater. <laughs> and not, and not only is like also another thing I like about this movie is it's a force that you can't see. That's a character in its in, in its own right. Like this yeah. demon, this, whatever this is, he is an asshole. He is a straight yep. up dick, and I love that part about it. It was like he would do something to her in public. Say, "Ha ha, got your ass." Like, but, but I'm not here. And that part you talking about, since we're spoiling it right now, that part with party? that, yeah, with that that part with that cat, I ain't gonna lie. I don't want the few people that laugh my, I laugh my ass off <laughs> at the theater. Cause I saw that shit coming because she was looking too damn happy. Like, here, I got you your electric train. Then as soon as she opened that box, oh, it's mustache. <laughs> I knew as soon as she handed him that box, I'm like, oh goddamn, that's that cat. I was like, I, that's I where the cat is. I was like, I that was, would be the most opportune time to just bring him back, you know, to scare. Because you, right. you know something's going to happen at that party, right? You know what's going to happen. Yo, but, she wrapped that box. Who the fuck names a cat mustache, though? That's it's a weird ass fucking, that's a weird ass fucking name for a cat. Mustache. Cats are always named something weird. Yeah. What, and so, the, was, so what, she had another cat named Beard? I mean, goddamn. And the, it was so, like, it was just so... <laughs> And then what was so funny about that scene also, that smile, boy, ooh, that demon, that demon was sitting in that chair like, that was funny. Like, I know, like, and it was like, when the demon rushes her from the dark, like, that that scares me. Oh, you know, it's like, that, she's in her, <laughs> okay, well, so well, now like, that we're in just spoiler zone. Well, well, for, me, for me, it was just one of those things where it was like, yo, and drag me to hell, the, the demon was more interesting than this one. Really? Like, especially with jump scares and everything. Like, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know why people don't like Drag Me to Hell. That movie to me that was, was a good movie. No. That was legitimately scary to me. I don't no. know why people shit on it, but no, people like that's a like that's a cult classic. That's it, a cult classic. It, oh, okay, it oh okay, because like I've, I've just heard some people like this movie was lame. I'm like, bitch, Drag mm-hmm. Me to Hell was actually scary. It has a <laughs> following. I had nightmares about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, don't mess with the gypsy ladies. Right. It, it didn't, do well, eyes. Don't fuck it didn't do well at the box office, but it but it still was like it's still uh, well received by fans. Yeah. But, yeah, oh, but, but like Jennifer's like said, body, same thing. It's like that has yeah. its own cult following now. Yeah, but like I said, I like I really enjoyed this movie just for some fact of it's kind of reminds me of also like the way like I don't see this as a as a I don't see this really as a horror movie. I look at this and the Invisible Woman, the one that came out a few years ago. I see this in in the same light because Invisible Man, or, or the Invisible Man. My, my bad, but okay. like I see I see both movies in the same light because not only is it a, a horror movie per se, but it's shining a light on an issue. Like you know, yeah. the Invisible the Invisible Man was domestic abuse. This this is trauma and and, and a mental illness. Yeah. And I really enjoy that about a film because it's creative with it. So if you're to give this a rating, I'm gonna give this a movie theater, 
like I said, I can't give it to Gourmet. I, I can't give it Gourmet because, like I said, the ending, even though I like the ending, I can't see how it can put some people off for the ending. But it's still a movie that, for me, like the sound design is amazing. The cinematography works great with this with this film. Sosie Bacon does a, a wonderful performance in this movie. Um, and and the rest of the cast, they hold their own. Like, Jesse Usher's probably the weakest in this cast. But I still didn't mind. Like, man, he was, I don't say, like, man, he was trash. I still really enjoyed, I still really enjoyed this film. And, like, I'm glad to see that it's still, that 2022 is still holding strong with these horror movies. Because it's been a year since we've had yeah. back, back to back to back to back good horror films. So, yeah, I'm going to give this a movie theater. Uh, I don't know, man. Was X really that good? Hey, yes, X was X, X was phenomenal. X, <laughs> X, like X was phenomenal. I love like um um the main chick who plays Maxine. She's become one of my favorite actresses in Hollywood. I I, I, I really love her as an actress. But uh, I'll let you yep. go, Adam, to give your rating. Right, uh for me, I'm gonna give this a high store bought because, like I said, it just. It just wasn't scary to me because it it was I, I it wasn't something that I had ever seen before, but it just seemed too predictable. Most scary you know movies I mean? are like like because it just got to a point where it was like, all right, jump scare. Ah. You know what I mean? Like because yeah. and like I said, this is the first time I ever watched anything, even bad horror movies, where like I didn't jump a single time, and that that bothers me. Because I'm like, why 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 didn't I react to anything? I don't know. Does that mean I'm just old and becoming cold, or or what? <laughs> you know what? But uh, yeah, that's that's the reason why I'm giving it a uh, store bought is because yeah, I just I just didn't get the horror in it, and. I don't know. I, maybe it also has something to do with the fact that I do have a psychology background, so some of it just seemed way too familiar. You That's know what scary. I mean? I don't know, but oh. uh, but yeah, it was it was one of those things. It's like yeah, this is just a mix of um, the ring with some drag me to hell. Okay, you know what I mean. All right. Well, uh, Lori, what what are your thoughts on the movie? Uh, I'm going to give it a movie popcorn. I think that um, I like kind of reiterate what you said. I kind of feel the same way, Jason, where um, I think the the cinematography was excellent. I think the sound editing was excellent. Um, I jumped out of my chair a few times, which says something because I'm usually the opposite of Adam, where I usually don't jump. So, Adam, I think their theater you were at needed to turn the volume up. Um, Maybe. <laughs> maybe i don't know but i i jumped all i mean like and i had that like dread like don't go down the hallway oh she's going down the hallway don't open the door she opened the door you know so i'm just like ah. um and then i'll st i still stand by what i said earlier when courtney's here it got less scary once you see the monster yeah so yeah. the end i agree the end um didn't have the same kind of hit as like a hereditary or a Midsommar where they were just so well-crafted. And even at the very end, it's just like, it's, it's blows your mind. Um, I kind of saw that coming when I figured out her phone was still on. I was like, oh, yep, that's going to happen. Um, but again, I think that they had a few options. And I think 
once it comes out, we might see alternative endings and how, how else they ended this and it might make a difference in how we see it. Um, but I love the fact that it's so um, psychological and terrifying on a personal level because no one believes you. You know what I mean? You're going through right. this thing and everybody thinks you're crazy and no one there's it's it's um, cat, um, claustrophobic. It's um, it does build. And when it starts to build, it gets a lot worse for her. So um, there are a couple plot holes, like when the psychologist was there, the fake psychologist, like it ends in a point where I'm like, but wait, how does she get out of that? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Stuff like that, where they just end the scene and you're like, but then what? Like, did she just pass out? Did something happen? Like, how does that just happen? Um, yeah. So, but it, it is a, it's a, it's a horror movie. And, and like Adam said, it's like, you can kind of figure out when the jumps are coming, but that didn't make me jump less. I still jumped. So it is a little predictable, but other than that, I give it a movie popcorn in this movie theater. Yeah, man. Like I said, um, I really enjoyed. I've enjoyed this season for Halloween for for, for um, not Halloween, but this year for horror because we've had things with X, Maxine, Barbarian, The Black Phone. Um, there's pretty the probably some movies that I'm missing, but. I'm really enjoying oh, Barbarian. That was I have to that see that good. one. I actually saw that. That was actually really good. Yeah, like I'm the horror is back, baby. Good. It, it, yeah. it, it's back. Hopefully, Halloween ends can can follow the trend. I hope it does because I'm a huge Michael Myers that fan. That one looks good. It looks good. The trailer yeah, for it. Yeah, so we'll have to bring you back for that one, Lori. Maybe, yeah. I'm not gonna lie though, I am kind of all right, well, I, I'm a little bit more used to uh, Rob Zombie's Michael Myers. Oh, hell um, so, so with this one, it's like he's a little too small for my taste. I'm so well, because Rob Zombie's Michael Myers was bigger than, you know. Well, well yeah, yeah that's cool. I have the original Lori. Yeah, like yeah, I no. said. Well, no, no, I'm not talking about the movies. Like, oh, like, I, I just, I just like Michael Myers more in the Rob Zombies version. Oh, I because well, he's I, more, in, he's more intimidating than like. But let's be honest, he's more intimidating than in the other Halloween movies. Well, I don't know. Well, it, it, probably in size, but this Michael Myers, he just he an asshole. This, this, this Michael Myers an asshole. He is straight up. See, in the Rob Zombie one, what what took me out of the movie for my, for like reason why I didn't like him. First of all, he talks. I, I, I that he talked. I did not like that. And then they took off, like they take off the mask, and his mask is off for a good portion of that second movie. I, I did not like that. And then I just don't like Rob Zombie style, which I just don't like his style. I liked it in the Devil's Rejects. And say uh, Devil's Reject and like uh, House of a Thousand Horses. Horses. Yeah, the, yeah that's but, classic Rob yeah, Zombie. But, but other than Rob Zombie, it's just rape. It's just rape titties and fuck, like just rape titties and fuck. That that that's what that that's what Rob Zombie is. Yeah. But but yeah yeah. Well, like I said, we all kind of um like well, all of us don't agree. But I like when we all don't agree because we get to see different aspects of what the person liked and didn't like. So I, I like we did all agree on this movie. But I really like movies like this just because maybe because I'm in my head a lot. So this really fucked with me. Because there were some parts where I like, wait a minute, who's she talking to? Is this the demon talk? Is this the demon talk? Or is she actually talking to a real person? Like shit right, like you that. No. 
Shit like and that that's what me. I thought was scary too, where it's like, is she actually there? Is this really happening? Because then it was established that she was seeing things that wasn't there. Um, like that whole murder. I was just like, oh my God. And she yeah. Yeah, man. And, and also, uh, this is like this one scene that kind of had me laughing. I ain't never seen a person enjoy a hamburger like she did. <laughs> Like even that demon, like I've been fucking with you for three days straight. You know what? I'm gonna give you a break because you like you enjoying the fuck out that hamburger. She was probably <laughs> starving. I thought it was funny when A Train was like, "You broke another glass." Like, oh yeah. She broke a glass. He comes home and she like hands him the broom and the dustpan. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Clean it up. Like, like, whatever. I, 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 I bet he's probably like, bitch, we just paid for these. Why, 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 why? Make another glass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, but like, it's just been such a great, a whole, great, it's been a great year for horror, and I can't wait to see what's left. Uh, Well, I was going to see a court Brent Brabant, but it seemed like she's done for the night. So what we're going to do, we're going to react to this trailer, this teaser trailer for the last one, then we're going to get on up out of here. Oh, and okay. for, y- for y'all that are a fan of, the uh sphere of no, you played the PlayStation um, game, the last was part one and part two. It's a post-apocalyptic world, and these um there's zombie zombies, not really, and they and yeah, yes. Sorry. Well, to be honest, I mean I it know, could be an influence, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah maybe, I much, maybe I'd much rather deal with your zombies than these because them you clickers say that. No, I'm sorry, them clickers are them clickers terrified me in that game. We haven't got far enough in my story yet for you to actually interact with a large group. Yeah, yeah but, but Lori, I don't really, like, yours aren't really zombies, though, right? This is like, true, cause... but, I mean, if you think about it, what a bunch of unstable, crazy people together? That can't yeah, be I mean, good. I mean, because I even tell folks that. I mean, like, hell, are vampires technically zombies? I mean, I guess because they're undead. They're undead know? and they feed I know. on humans to this live. This is true. So I mean, like mine are not be. really zombies. Like, like yeah, clickers. I would I would think are more like a traditional zombie. They're out to to infect you with more of the parasite or the virus or whatever. You know what I mean? It's a virus. Um, mine are just more like people, but they're still scary as shit because they can think for right. some time. Right. And and also, I, this is a funny little tidbit. Did you know that George A. Romero designed his zombies actually after the vampires from I Am Legend? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah like, that, was, that's that was a huge influence was yeah. the, the, the I Am Legend, the one with Charlton yeah. Huston, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then that's a book. Yeah, that's that was a written book. The, book, in, the book is way better than the movie, by the way. I'm just throwing that it up. It always is. The book is, the book is <laughs> way okay, better. Than about Robert not, Neville. Right. I'll, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I have seen some movies where they were better than the book. Yeah, but I'm like, legend. That's rare. That's rare, but it does happen. Which yeah. one? Well, I'm um, I'll be honest with you. I like the Scarlet Letter, um, the movie, better than the book. Really? Yeah. Like um, that. That book to me was kind of trash. Um, uh, was also, dry. I like the color purple, the movie, better than the book. Okay. Yeah, like I'm gonna just say that one's this. a hard read. Yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna just say so. this. Like I'm <laughs> like I would love in the I'm Legend movie until that end. That end just made me like 
this movie's all right now because that ending was stupid. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. They changed, they changed. Well, one that that was not the original ending. They actually yeah. had a different ending and they changed it because the original ending didn't test well, which is dumb. Um, yeah. Two, they changed the story completely because they yeah. are supposed to be closer to vampires than zombies. Right, and um, and they look more like they see the devil. And and they see him. They basically see him as the devil because he's because like, he's killing them. Yeah, he's yeah, massacring like, their man. people. Yeah, like God damn, man, can you leave us alone? Right. They're. I mean, if you flip the story around, it's like he's the one that's Jack the Ripper. Yeah, but you know, but, catching yeah, but them, and as, experimenting yeah, but, on them. Yeah, but as far as uh, um, I'm about to say I am Legend, the show. As far as the Last of Us TV series, we have Joel. Uh, I'm Joel Pascal. Uh, <laughs> Pedro, Pedro Pascal as Joel, and let me get the actress's name. Um, I thought for well, we can't have, yeah, we can't. Um, uh, god Transition. damn it, not the um, last of the TV show. Uh, we have Joel, god damn it, Pedro Pascal as Joel, and we have Bella Ramsey as Ellie. I like that's actually kind of nice, nice casting. Gabriel Luna is in this, which I'm so glad. I love me some Gabriel Luna. He's in here <laughs> as Tommy. He, he he's plays he plays Tommy. Um, Anna Trove plays Tess. Nico Parker plays Sarah. And yeah, man. And um and of course they're gonna have Troy Baker and um the actor that plays the actor that voices Ellie in the game in the show. They have not revealed their roles yet, but huh. but. This is a this is a take on the Last of Us universe, which is a universe I love. It's probably the best one of the best games of that generation. But will the show be as good? Let's go ahead and react to this trailer. No, I love the shoot of the when they're on the horse. Sorry, I'll stop. Yeah. Let's go ahead and watch the trailer. Give us our thoughts after. The roses have faded, there's frost at my door. The birds in the morning don't sing anymore. The grass in the valley is starting to die. And out in the darkness, the whippoorwills cry. The darkness is falling, the sky has turned gray. The hound in the distance is starting to fade. Your chance. I'm that shot. We keep her alive. And you set everything right.
That's yeah, a trailer. And, and I'm not gonna lie, like uh just from the sheer actors that are in it, I'm gonna walk give this a shot. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna be there. Yeah. Jason, we can't hear you. Now, this was a well put together trailer. It looked it looks nice. It looks like they put some money into it. Yes. But but I'm kind of worried. I'm kind of worried. Uh, yeah, I'm curious. When I saw this trailer, I if you played the games, then you know that this is a very personal story because we're following Joel and Ellie. And from what I saw from the trailers, we see Joel and Ellie, but we see a lot of people. And that's what has me worried that shown a lot of people because I don't want this to be a walk a generic walking dead clone that's my that's my thing oh, that's my, okay. that's my thing with with the la, the uh, why the last man it was generic it was it was generic generic zombie z- zombie trope that's the thing with the with the resident evil it was hey, why, why the, the last, last man, man? what wasn't even zombies no but no, no all but men it, just die no 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 but it is it's well like it, it still felt it still it felt like Generic, but without zombies is what I'm saying. Well, so like okay. generic apocalypse movie. Yeah, like oh, generic okay. apocalypse. It doesn't and, push the envelope. Yeah, and my thing about this is I'm seeing a lot of things where it's it's feeling a lot of what it's feeling really Walking Dead to me, uh, which has me worried because I'm like, that's the story of the Last of Us. It's more of a fa- it's more of a fatherhood story than it is a zombie story. Zombies are in it. But it's more of a relationship between Joel and Ellie, and that's what, and that's what I'm kind of scared about it. It looks nice. It looks nice. I hope I'm wrong because I love The Last of Us, and I love Pedro Pascal and Ella, and Ella Ramsey. She looks. They played the part, but I just I'm scared. I'm scared of what, what, what I'm saying. Um, okay. If they're true to the story, when you first start playing one of the games, there's an extended flashback. Yeah. To the right. fall. So I'm wondering if those big sets and the explosions, they're going to give us the fall. Right. I'm hoping that that's what that is. Right. And like then, maybe he's having nightmares. Right. And also another thing I have, a, I, when I first heard about it, like I, I didn't see a need for the show because the game in itself is a movie or a TV show. Yeah. That's my thing i don't know why that well i know why they're doing it fucking money but well yeah one and two not everybody's played the games yeah the people that that watch walking dead are not playing that game not all of them well but what i'm afraid of is this might wind up having the same reaction that uh wheel of time had where it's like if you didn't watch if you didn't read the wheel of time books it was like yo that was a good ass show i don't know what everybody's problem is but (laughs) i liked it I thought, I thought I the thought show was, was okay until the end. The end had problems, but yeah, That's, everybody said it was. Everybody who read the books were pissed off at that series. So yeah, yeah. are we gonna be the ones pissed off because we were true? You know, have played the game. I mean, right. even when I like, even when I saw the Wheel of Time, I watched a few episodes. It just felt it was generic to me. It was generic fantasy. Oh so, <laughs> so like, that's the thing when you. Like when you were dead, like I've watched so much fantasy, so much, so many zombies. When you watch so much of something and you don't bring nothing new, it's gonna feel generic. Like it's gonna feel generic. Like, like um, that's why Game of Thrones did so well when it came out because it did it did shit we did not see in the fantasy that we got. 
Like, like it didn't. Well, yeah, it, with nudity and, and yeah, and, and yeah. extra violence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like I said, that, that's bringing something new to the genre that we have not seen on the screen. With The Last of Us, the thing that brought new with it, yeah, is zombies, but it's it's more of a tale of fatherhood, more like a fatherhood and daughterhood than it is of zombies. And it's a it's a person, it's a really personal story. Like you're not like yeah. the zombies, the zombies are in the background. They are legit in like they are legit in the background, and then it's more they about this, but they ain't the main, they ain't the main thing. And yeah, I understand like, that because that's how my world is is as well. Yeah, you know what like, I mean. Where and, there's the main story, the zombies are there and they're a problem, but that's really not what we're focused on. So I get that. Yeah, and oh, like, it, um, what was that movie with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? I want to say it was called Maggie. Yes, yeah, Maggie. Is it kind of like yeah, Maggie, that? Yeah, Maggie was really good because it fo- it focused on the characters, and that's what Last of Us. They have amazing characters, and it focuses on like if you. If you tell every if you um if you talk to anybody, Joel is one of their favorite characters from the game. That Joel mm-hmm. is one of the favorite because because he is relatable. You see your, you see yeah. yeah he's relatable. You see yourself in Joel, and then like there are set pieces in the game that are very very tense. But you so I don't know how you feel, Lord, but I just feel like how can they recreate those tense moments? Because it was I feel like it was Pedro tense Pascal. Because, yeah, it, it was tense because I was playing those moments, so I felt like I was in those moments. So how can you recreate recreate those moments in this show? That's why I'm nervous. That's why I'm like, you got to bring something new. You got to bring something new if you're going to bring an IP to the big screen. I think Pedro Pascal can pull those scenes off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I think I he's got too, the man. acting chops to do it. So yeah, as long as they as long as they they play it the right way and they edit it correctly, I think we will have those moments. Um, but yeah, it's like one of those like I get you where it's so personal and it's like when you're playing it and you see yourself in there, it's hard to then take a step back and, yeah. and watch it kind of in third person, you know? Yes. Yeah. See now what I now what I would have did per, wait, we got what I would have did personally, uh hold up, put put you hold up. What I would have did personally is I would have because it seemed like it's gonna retell the the stories of the first game. Yeah. What, what I would have did is I would have focused. I would have focused on the adventures we didn't see. They could have given some somewhat of a. They would like they could have given like somewhat of a of like an understanding of this world, and then yeah. or or you know what? Do somebody or if this does well, instead of going based off of Joel and Ellie. Use other people in this universe because there's other people that we meet in the in the universe. Yes. However, you run a risk of doing what Resident Evil did. They don't use the main characters from the video game, and people hate it. it well, well, also they did it poorly True. because they because they mentioned Zootopia porn, and and it it, it was it was Zootopia shot at, porn. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. There, there is a scene when when um what's your name her younger self like yeah I'm into Zootopia porn. That is that that is a bit of dialogue in that show. Shit, horrible. Don't watch that shit. <laughs> I, I don't plan on it. I, it, it, I was there for I'm that. I've given up that hope on Resident gosh. Evil. Huh? Yeah. I've given up hope on Resident Evil. They're but not. That's, gonna the, that's the point. That's the point. Is like people want people want the show to be what the video game is at first. That's how Walking Dead was it well, and that's when it was doing well. Was when they were stuck to the books, 
when they started right. va varying off of what the storyline was, they lost viewers. So I guarantee you if HBO, I, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what HBO does, honestly, right. um, if they stick to the story. But I think we're from the trailers, I think we're going to get this, the um, the first game. I think right. we're going to Right. And then uh, Sebastian said it perfectly. Like Chernobyl, if you haven't seen that miniseries, it's a great, it's a great miniseries. Go watch it. And I feel like they got the right director for it because it they got the look of of it down. They they, they did get the look of it down. Um yeah. Uh, um and also uh yeah, like um yeah, that's what I was saying, uh Sebastian. I would love to see like if this does get a season two, which I hope it does, I want to see what happens in that time skip between one and two, because yeah, it's a huge it's a huge time skip, uh, and for, I, I know a lot of people didn't like the like the second game. I I, I love the second game because the story to me I vibe like I feel like the, like the story the story was uh, was was really good, but I'm gonna watch the show because I'm a fan. I just hope that they do do the source material justice because I didn't watch so much shit where they have the source material and they just said, fuck it, we're going to do our own. I'm looking at you, Resident <laughs> Evil. I'm, I'm, I'm looking dead at you, Resident Evil. You wasted my <laughs> fucking time. Mm. Hey, look, man, I told you not to get that shit a chance. Well, it was trending, so, hey, I got to get the You had to watch picks. it to make your own opinion. That's the hard part. Yeah, yeah, but come on, man, it's Resident Evil. I, You, you should have given up hope a long time ago. Oh, no. I, I mean, Resident Evil Three should have been it for you. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like I said, hey, I'm a money bitch. I, I go where the money's at. When I saw this shit was trending, like, well, look, like I gotta watch it. So yeah, but it got canceled. I I know, but I always just want to make up my own opinion. There's been some movies that have been, like you said, critically tanked that I have really enjoyed, and I watch, and then become called classics later the cell with jennifer lopez oh yeah vincent that's I love that and vince vaughn you know what i mean like when that shit came out no it was everybody was talking smack about it i thought that was such a visually stimulating and and just original concept um it was so so different than anything i had seen whenever she went under into the dream space um fabulous this movie was it did it have plot holes absolutely but i mean like i really enjoy that movie i would still watch it today so you know again yeah. i had to watch it to make up my own mind if i had been listening to the critics yeah. they would have been like don't watch this you know well anyway, actually, i also like the uh, vince vaughn in that movie because that's the first time you actually get to see him serious. do a serious role and he nailed it and he did yeah. great and yeah, vincent yeah, d'onofrio is terrifying yeah. oh yeah yeah but like, but like i said uh and like, said, I like too. and like yep. for me, for me, I when I was going into Resident Evil, like maybe this shit just so terrible is funny, and I would watch and like, no, nah, that that shit just terrible. But like, no, no, not gonna happen, man. It's Resident Evil fam. No, 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 because in that Mila in that Mila Jovovich movie, there was some shit I found funny as hell. Like that wasn't supposed to be funny, but it was funny. But this, I was like, this hurts. This Jesus, hurts. It's my bedtime. Yeah, I know. We about to get up out of here, y'all. But I'm looking forward to it. 2023, we almost we almost there, y'all. But it's been another wonderful episode. And also, remember, go ahead and sign up for that Path of the Pale Rider. The Kickstarter is pinned in the comments. Uh, very, it should be a very first comment. And uh, 
Uh, Laura, just go ahead and tell people where they can find you at, ma'am. Oh, I'm everywhere. Um, you can find me on Facebook. I have a group. That's actually the best place to be because that's where all the shenanigans are. Whenever I do updates, the Facebook group gets them first. So it's um, just search in Facebook uh, Path of the Pale Rider group. You can request to come in. You got to answer one question was, was like, do you like comic books? So, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, come on in. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Path Pale Rider. I suck at Twitter. I'm getting better at it. I, I'm trying to learn more interaction, but um, I, I, it's a good group and I, I'm, you know, I'm there and I'm, I'm trying to post more often. I'm on Instagram at path underscore of underscore the underscore pale underscore writer. So it's just path of the pale writer, put an underscore in between all the names or words, and then I'll pop up. It's the same exact thing for my TikTok. Um, that one is, is fun because you'll see stuff from the comic. Um, I'll post like new covers. I'll post, thank you. I will post all sorts of stuff on there, but I also post shorts. And uh, now that I have more free time, once this Kickstarter is over, I'm going to be making more content. Um, again, we have the comic book. We have the riddles to solve. That's kind of like a rabbit hole to fall into. You get to interact with the world. And then we have the, uh, the short films, which you saw first here tonight. Um, bring the popcorn. We premiered it. So we have short films. We do a different topic every uh, Kickstarter campaign. Um, a lot of them are um, fan interactions. So all those people that were in the videos are Path Rider fans. So you get to interact that way as well. But really, you get to choose your level of involvement. Um, if you just want to read the comic, great. That's the main story. That's the meat and potatoes, the death, dying, destruction. It's all there. Um, and it's a wild ride. Uh, we tackle also all sorts of things. Um, we have gratuitous violence, conspiracy theories, undead bears, um, spaghetti westerns, steampunk technology, uh, government collapse of society. It, it, it's just I take all these genres and throw them together. If you like any of the movies that we've talked about this evening, um, you can see I enjoy that. I enjoy nerd culture. It's all in this comic. Okay. Okay. So, come to the Kickstarter. Come check it out. We got some really cool stuff. I got high tier, low tier, PDF only, catch up tier. If you missed, if you missed the issue number one, I'm doing a reprint. Um, so you'll be able to do that. Um, I'm gonna be at Cowtown in October. I have my own table this time. I got picked up by a publisher, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with Carter Comics. So, and they're at Fort Worth. Um, so they're taking me to Cowtown. So if you want to come meet me in person, you can buy a issue number one and then back the Kickstarter for number two. Right. I mean, that's yeah. where we're at people. So yeah, yeah. I also, uh, if you didn't, if you weren't on the, um, live earlier, I wrote a choose your own adventure based off of this crazy world. So it's a 60 page manga style book where you can walk around in the wasteland and make decisions and get your head blown off because that's probably what will happen. Um, <laughs> it's a good time. All right. So. Well, well, yeah, go check her out. Very talented young lady. Now, Adam, where can, find, where can we find you at, sir? Uh, you can always find me on Facebook under Adam Sampson. I'll be the guy in the All Might suit. Also, uh, coming soon, I'm going to have a fitness channel called Cosplay Muscle. Cool. All right. Yeah. And y'all know where to find me at here at Bring the Popcorn. Just type in Bring the Popcorn on all your forms of social media. 
I'm on Twitter. Need to get better at that. Facebook, uh, Instagram. We got the Tiki Talks. Going to put some to, um, together tonight. And also, our link tree always has our all of our links there. T Public Store. Get your merchandise. Working on the working on the new merch store. It's a lot of shit that I got to do. Uh, website coming soon. And also, this Friday, it's our. Well, our, our one year passed this past weekend. Happy birthday, Brandon Popcorn. But we're gonna be yeah. we're gonna be celebrating the one the birthday of the Brandon Popcorn podcast this Friday with we I'm gonna try to get through eight hours an eight hour stream. We're gonna have games. We're gonna, we're gonna right. have games, we're gonna have discussions, we're gonna um pilot new ideas that I have. We're gonna have a watch party for a terrible for a terrible movie. I'm gonna have y'all vote on. It's gonna be a fun time. Colossal Pastor. Hey, no, we 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 still gotta do Garfield, man. <laughs> okay, we can do. You know what? We're gonna, we're gonna do a bad review of Garfield this this Friday because we have the time. Right. We, we have the time, so that'll probably be the first block. Also, give me feedback, guys. If you have ideas for some of the things we can do, and also if you want to come on, let me know. I will bring you on. I don't mind interacting with y'all because this is going to be fun. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, probably, there's probably Twitch only. Do a drinking game with with the bad movie we watch. So oh, damn. Let's do that. I want to yeah. do that. So yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really fun, y'all. And like I said, I can't thank y'all enough. It's been a year. Most podcasts have a shelf life of like a month or two. But y'all's feedback has made this really fun to me. I love all the fans out there. Everybody gives me feedback. And I can't wait to celebrate with y'all. Just let y'all know, much love to y'all. And I can't wait to have fun this Friday. But y'all, this has been a long show like always. But I've had fun. Lord, Miss Lord, thank you for joining. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Adam, thanks for coming on this journey with me, man. No, no problem, man. And Courtney. And Courtney, also, thank you. You guys have made this so fun. So without further ado, whenever you come to this review, just remember to always bring the popcorn. All right, you guys. I think I, I think we're done. Yeah. Peace. 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 Raider. <laughs>